smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello everyone and welcome back to why not mint money i am shipra from mint's personal finance team in today's episode i will tell you about the tax implications of moonlighting moonlighting has been making headlines of late as some of the big it firms like wipro have gone on a firing spree after finding out that their employees have been working an extra job moonlighting is exactly that it means taking up a second job or multiple other work assignments apart from one's full time job while this concept is not new it has found more takers during covid if you are also someone who takes up a side job to supplement your income you must know that the income earned from moonlighting can lead to tax complexities in today's episode we will discuss just that with nitesh buddhadeva who's a chartered accountant and founder of nimit consultancy hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey hi nitesh and welcome to why not mint money podcast hi shipra thank you for having me here So Nitesh today we are going to discuss about the tax implications of moonlighting you know seeing as that moonlighting is in news uh, nowadays so let's start by understanding uh, is there any special tax laws for moonlighting income and if not then how is it taxed right sebra it's uh, i think it's a hot thing moonlighting and so if if i see the income tax act shipra there is no separate mention of moonlighting in income tax but that doesn't mean that the whatever income one generates through moonlighting will not be taxable it will definitely going to be taxed but that depends upon that the income one is receiving is either through a salary or a professional fees so it all depends upon that case but it will be definitely taxable okay so so you have said the base that uh, income is received in two forms and depending on that a tax you know laws and ta- itr filing rules will apply so let's start with the salary part uh what type of complications can arise in tax calculation as well as tax filing when somebody is drawing two salaries uh, you know in a case when they are moonlighting uh, right shipra so as we are discussing about the first scenario like uh, one is existing uh, having one job right now and drawing salary from that and in moonlighting also uh, he has arrangement as a salary okay so in this case the complication can arise due to uh, mainly two things as we understand there are standard deduction and there are other deduction under atc atd which normally employee will claim at both the sites or in both the form 16 both the employer will uh, give standard deduction atc deduction atc deduction and all other deduction as well as whatever tds they will calculate will be as a separate income okay because normally what happens uh, normally uh, any person who is doing moonlighting are not disclosing the whole detail about the first employer or what they are earning there and that's why this uh, disparity happens when it comes to calculating the tds part so basically due to this uh, double uh, allowing the standard deduction and atc deduction the total tax liability or the total tds uh, deducted will be lesser and but that doesn't mean that uh, they have to pay uh, less tax uh, because the tds has been deducted less the additional tax liability the difference difference amount uh, the person who is earning through moonlighting in our case the employee has to pay uh, as a advance tax and in that manner shipra 
right yeah so you're referring to a situation that if the tax liability uh, crosses the advance tax mandate threshold so right yeah that could is that is something that the taxpayer might default on uh nitesh let us understand this with an example so that you know it gets clear to our uh, listeners true 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 i'll i'll just simplify it uh, further with the example let's un- let's uh, understand that uh, one employee is uh, having a um, uh, current salary from the employer a and they are earning he is earning uh, around 14 lakhs uh, let's understand a uh, 14 lakh from that employer and that employer is giving the normal standard deduction of 50000 uh, employee has claimed 150000 under atc so the total salary out of 14 lakhs is uh, taxable salary will be 12 lakh because 50000 usko standard deduction mil gaya aur 1 lakh 50000 atc mil gaya so now 12 lakh pe employer a will calculate uh, tax liability after giving all this deduction plus he'll assume that this is the only income so around 1 lakh 79000 approx uh, tds uh, deducted by the employer a. now in moonlighting let's assume that he is uh, having 9 lakh rupees of uh, salary and their arrangement is as a salary so in that case also the employer b uh, who is not aware about the arrangement in the employer a or whatever their income in existing employment he'll also allow uh, 50000 standard deduction and 1 lakh 50000 atc deduction and whatever other deduction he has in our example let's restrict this to 50000 standard deduction and atc deduction of 1 lakh 50 so out of that 9 lakh he is let's say uh, getting 7 lakh uh, as a total income because after this 2 lakh deduction so he'll also give this uh, deduction plus he'll also consider the basic exemption limit limit of 2.5 lakh and all that thing so the tds deducted is 54600 now see for income tax you do one job two job or four job okay you are not going to get a separate uh, atc limit or standard deduction it will be always kept as a maximum limit allowed so in this case where we are discussing about this particular example the total income is from employer a and b is 23 lakhs 14 lakhs and 9 lakh respectively the standard deduction will be restricted to 50000 and atc deduction will be restricted to 1 lakh 50000 so the total income is 21 lakh but now the tds deducted shipra as we understand is uh, lesser because both has given this deduction but we'll get the maximum 50 and 150 and basic exemption also we will get only once because total income will get club because one person is earning all this income right so the tds uh, deduction is 2 lakh 34 but the total tax liability on this 23 lakh after uh, uh, after whatever allowed deduction we considered is 4 lakh 60000 for example so now the balance tax payable comes in this case is around 2 lakh 26000 now this liability is of a person earning this income and not the employer so one must pay this 2 lakh 26200 in our case uh in respective advance tax installment otherwise he will have to face year from uh the tax department and he has to pay interest and penalty on this uh, late payment of taxes that's right that's a very important point so of course one way to avoid this situation is that you know you calculate your tax liability beforehand and you're uh, you you know you're careful about paying advance tax if there is if you cross the threshold um right tell us yes. something uh, is it possible for uh, for a taxpayer to disclose to their primary employer that they are uh, employed with another uh, you know company on a payroll 
completely agree so yeah see it depends upon see how how it works for that employee in that case uh, where we are uh, thinking about disclosing so for example we have seen enough example right now many tech companies are against uh, moonlighting so many people are doing uh, without disclosing to the existing employer right in that case this question will not arise that they will never be able to disclose to their existing employer about the new or additional job they are doing that is the case but yeah whatever uh, whatever a uh, new job under moonlighting they are going to get there they can submit the their salary or etc if they are comfortable uh, that saying that okay, whatever income i am generating uh, from employer a you also consider and accordingly you deduct my uh, tax so in that case uh, that new company will not uh, give the standard deduction and atc deduction and then the tax liability calculation will be accurate but still i believe shipra the owners will be on the employee the person who is doing moonlighting to make sure that he pays the proper tax that's right okay so um pro- provident fund is also an important part of uh, you know the overall ctc can pf be deducted by two employers uh, because this can easily push the total contribution above rupees 2.5 lakh threshold that has started attracting tax uh, from you know from the current assessment year so how can the taxpayer keep track agree shipra is a very important point because pf is a very common uh, common benefit uh, which uh, employee gets and now if the uh, employee is on both the company's payroll and both the companies fall under the pf rules then both would be deducting the uh, pf portion and agree with you that it can go beyond 2.5 lakh rupees and as we understand now whatever amount uh, one is investing beyond 2.5 lakh rupees and whatever interest on on that portion will be taxable but yeah so what if we come to your original question both can deduct the tds and the common uh, uan will be common as name suggests universal account number uh, uh, it is illegal to have two uan number so whatever job one is taking under moonlighting he has to disclose the uan number and on that uh, the other company will also be deducting the uh, and depositing the pf uh, amount and <clears throat> the in this case the liability will not be of any employee because if amount goes beyond 2.5 lakh rupees the provident fund office will uh, deduct the tds and that will taken care of and employee wants to keep tab of that how much they has uh, he has deposited one he can come to know through the salary you mentioned sleep they are getting and also they can strike from also we are many a time seen that people do a normal day job okay so the situation of the threshold crossing could arise but it's not something that the taxpayer has to worry worry about because the tds deduction happens in the by the epfo true so similar to this there might also be a situation of two form 16s being issued because uh, you know both the employees might not be aware of each other so can this lead to any kind of discrepancy in form 26as or the annual information statement uh no uh, shipra actually there will not be any issue because see 26as or ais for that matter capture the details of uh, tax tax deduction income and all that thing right so if both are deducting the tds that information will always be there and so for two form 16 is not going to make any trouble for the employee in that matter and but just one thing we need to consider that uh, the employee needs to pay the proper tax he has to calculate that if there is a shortfall uh, as we discussed in the first example 
he needs to uh, abide by that rule of uh, advanced tech that's it but otherwise it's not going to make any trouble of uh, having to form 16 right so that's about when you're drawing a salary now what about taxpayers who freelance and earn professional fees in moonlighting how does that affect tax liability 44 ada that means a presumptive taxation if the professional fees one is drawing falls under engineering technical consultancy information technology legal work accountancy aise karke shipra around 10 categories hai if one is drawing professional fees under this head then he can directly uh, take the benefit of section 44 ada which is presumptive taxation and what this section says is that you whatever income you are getting you take directly 50% of this as a taxable income and rest 50% can be your expenses in that case you don't need to uh, show particular expense then because 50% is straight away provided for your expenses so that can be uh, quite useful and one don't need to uh, uh, keep record of any expenses and even if he is not incurring that particular expenses still uh, he just needs to pay uh, 50% of the total income on 150% of total income as a tax and not on the full income okay so that brings us to the last question of the podcast uh, how would you suggest moonlighters can optimize tax on their extra income uh, right so i i just would like to give uh, what example we took uh, for the salary case i just want to uh, compare with this the professional fees shipra see in, in earlier example we assumed that the person is drawing a salary from the first employer 14 lakhs and then he got 50000 standard deduction 80 c deduction of 1 lakh 50000 and total income 12 lakh all this remains same and now let's assume that instead of getting that 9 lakh as other salary if the same employee draws 9 lakh as a professional national fees okay then how can be the uh, how can the tax planning can be done in this case and let's assume this 9 lakh what he is receiving okay in this example is uh, for that the category which is allowed under 44 ada so out of this 9 lakh only on 4 lakh 50000 he needs to pay the tax and rest for lakh 50000 will be considered as his expense okay so on lakh um, uh, the other person who is paying this 9 lakh rupees fees will deduct 10% tds which is 90000 rupees okay so in this case the total tax liability will be significantly lower shipra just because the total income remains same which is 14 lakhs plus 9 lakh but out of this 9 lakh only 4 lakh 50000 is taxable under 44 ada and the only uh, around 1 lakh 40000 of the tax can be saved just taking this 9 lakh as a professional fees and not tax saving so uh, i would suggest or i would recommend that if one if possible for one to take this as a professional fees when one when one is doing the moonlighting it's always better because he or she claim the expenses to get that income whatever they are incurring or it falls under 44 ada case as we discussed directly 50% will be taken as a uh, taxable income and rest 50% as a expense only things one needs to uh, remember that maximum 44 ada limit is 50 lakhs so one is drawing professional fees above 50 lakhs then this section cannot be opted also if one is uh, having a more than 20 lakh uh, of uh, professional fees one needs to opt for gst so this comes with this caveat otherwise i think professional fees will be uh, very much uh, uh, advantage for anyone uh, in the moonlighting case wow that's a very useful tip which i'm sure moonlighters are not aware of So all right uh, so that brings us to the end of the podcast thanks a lot nitesh for this uh, very insightful discussion my pleasure shipra thanks for having me 
That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sorath and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.